Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's basically Cardinals baseball season because pitchers and catchers report today in Florida. It's happening right now. Amy Marks, Coors, and Chris Ranji. We go to the Quiver River Electric guest line today. And joining us from Jupiter, the town, not the planet, is Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch covering the Cardinals with us on KMOX. Good afternoon, Derek. Good afternoon. Yeah, I would have taken a way wrong turn on I-95 <laughs> if I went to the planet. <laughs> that it's would out. be an expense report I would not want to file. Uh, do you think the Do you think the paper would cover it? Yeah, I mean, it's the Cardinals. Yeah, we go to all links to cover the Cardinals. That's, That's right. right. That's it's the right way. answer. That is absolutely Derek right. Derek Gould's the man. So other than uh, the, the very first thing I saw on Twitter from, from you and some of the other reporters who were there are the new jerseys that the team has to wear, and it sounds like, it, it, I guess they're Nike manufactured, but a lot of the players are not happy with the quality of them? So they're Nike brand, Okay, but the brand is franchised out to um, what used to be Majestic, which made jerseys for a long time, but has been purchased by Fanatics. Um, so Fanatics now runs them with a Nike swoosh on them. Fanatics is the same group that... Uh, basically took over all sorts of uh, fan apparel and merchandise and also owns Topps baseball cards, for example. Yeah, and it sounds like they're not happy. They don't fit well. I don't like them. Those are some of the quotes that are that are coming out. I think it's, it might depend on who you ask. Yeah. Some of the Nike guys might tell us they're great. Is of it like uh, the Seinfeld episode when the Yankees switched to cotton? And they shrunk. And then they shrunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit like, yeah. yeah I mean, just some of the classic touches that, you know, that Bill DeWitt III brought back to the ball, to the, to the jersey and some of the things that, you know, just have been, excuse the pun, but have been a thread that ties the Cardinals together from Rogers Hornsby all the way through, you know, Albert Pujols and then Albert Pujols' return. Um you know, all those things, just some of them aren't there, like yeah. the chain stitching of the name on the shirt tails. Or um, if you look at the jersey, it'll look like it's got the stitching of the classic jersey logo. Uh, and the Cardinals fought to get it to look that way, but it's not like it was. Oh, it's, it's such an interesting little detail, and I don't think most people will care ultimately, but hopefully the players are comfortable. We, we did find out, Derek, and we knew this was going to happen. It was mentioned about a year ago, but the right. City Connect jerseys, which will be a completely different thing. A lot of teams have done it. There are nine teams added this year, and the Cardinals are going to be one of them, but we don't know what they look like yet. Well, we have some ideas to how they look like, and this is all related. Um, so you're going to see the Cardinals in white. Um, during spring training because they had to retire or um, we'll figure out what they do eventually. But teams are limited into the number of jerseys that they can have. I know it looks like some teams have a myriad of jerseys, but they just have different variations 
of their uniform. Um, but they're, they're, they're limited to five, and the, so the Cardinals had to reduce by one, and they chose their spring training, those, those red tops. Um, which uh, you know to adopt a, a city connect, which is going to have a red as the dominant color. Um, it's probably going to have some of the, the rich blue um, that you would probably have, uh, identify with their road hats, um, but is also very prominent on these new white jerseys. Uh, and then you know they're 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 obviously shopping around or uh, or, or workshopping or focus group, whatever you want to say. The Lou um, Nike's put it on T-shirts and. Uh, it's, I think it's even on the banner there um, on the Cardinals.com, their main page. I think it says for the Lou. Um, so, you know, and they, Nike has had T-shirts with the skyline um, that says the Lou. So you can kind of see indications for what the City Connect is going to look like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they, they come up with. I think that'll be really interesting. They, yeah, I hope they take inspiration from the flag, from the city flag, because yeah. it's such a great city flag. It really is. Um, you know, like... Uh, the Rockies took inspiration from the license plates, which is great. That's uh-huh. fine. Colorado's license plates are good. Um, Wrigleyville, you know, they, I mean, the Cubs got a Wrigleyville jersey, which I think is cool. Everybody else may have different opinions on it or just might not like anything about the Cubs. But I think they're cool. Um, you know, some other teams have done different things. But uh, to pull from the city flag would be really nice. So what else has happened today other than, than that? Um, it. it's it, jersey it's, talks. Jersey it's just talk jersey talk today? <laughs> Nothing else? Yeah, just jersey. No, uh, <laughs> Uh, Sonny Gray threw a bullpen. Um, Sonny Gray, the the Cardinals, you know, biggest acquisition, free agent signing. They they signed him quick. Um, he was long a target. They've tried to trade for him before. Um, he has the potential if he plays out his entire contract. He has the potential to be in the first hundred million dollar free agent pitcher for the Cardinals. Um, actually, the first hundred million dollar contract for a pitcher for the Cardinals. Um, so no small thing here. And he uh, he went out there and he threw a bullpen to Wilson Contreras. That's going to happen a lot. The Cardinals hope um, that they, throw, they that he makes a lot of throws to Wilson Contreras this year, um, and he, he uh, is very vocal, very vocal, very animated, very vocal, very much trying to egg his teammates on to compete or however one, however he wanted to do it. Um, but it was it was it was something. It was very interesting. It was not uh, it was not a bullpen suitable for a library. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw a couple of quotes. Um, I'm not going to read them, but it, it sounds like they're already having a good time, and that's, I guess, what the beginning of spring training is, people relaxed and just sort of getting into form. Correct, because they haven't lost yet, uh-huh. and no one is keeping score. <laughs> Correct, yeah. That's right. So um, this is what, – what what Derek, would you like to see – I know this is sort of a generic question when it comes to spring training, but – there are still a lot of questions about this team um, going into the regular year. We've got new pitching. Um, I don't think every Cardinals fan is satisfied with what they've done to date, but what are you looking for as you cover the first part of spring? Yeah, you know, I mean, the first thing every team or reporter or anybody fan look for in spring is health. You know, I mean, there's just the, – the, you kind of brace for what – I mean, teams do this too, what injury – going to come their way that they don't expect or that they couldn't foresee or or what event causes an injury that just was impossible to project because that happens throughout spring training it happens every spring training um so a team wants to get through healthy um as healthy as possible um you know from a more specific to this year you know i i think it'll be really interesting to see if 
the approach the Cardinals have taken with the bullpen works out. Now, the bullpen they open the season with is not the one that they're going to close the season with. That's just not how bullpens work. But they are going to have to take this group into the season, and those wins in April, I mean, there's a real rigorous schedule awaiting them, and a rigorous schedule usually puts a lot of strain or even is a very strong test of the bullpen um, and how it can hold leads. And right now, you know, the Cardinals are going to throw quantity at that. They're going to throw stuff at that. They're going to throw metrics at that. They're going to throw possibility and promise at it. Um, But by the end of spring, they probably want to know what certainty they can throw at it. And that's something that is only going to develop right now. It's just, it's, it's a lot of it is on paper. A lot of it is potential. They, they didn't go out and get the, the surefire kind of reliever. They went out and got the guy who may be on the upside, um, but that has to manifest. The, the, the attention all offseason has been pitching, pitching, pitching. Um, are, yeah. we, are we wrong to assume that the offense will continue to be productive, just as good as it was last year, maybe even a rebound or, or a little improvement over last year? Well, I mean, a little. Let's, I guess we have to figure out where you're coming from there. Like a little improvement from last year would be top five in the league. Is that good enough? Yeah, it would be because they were really good offensively yeah. last year. It just was messed. It just was missed and kind of messed up because of the pitching, and they were always playing from behind. So there were things offensively they couldn't do because they were playing behind a lot. But you know, August first right before the trade deadline they were seventh best eighth best in the league as far as you know offensive indicators whether your preference is advanced metrics like how they're doing in creating runs or just straight up rates like as and how often are they getting on base and how much are they slugging so you know they were top seven top eight and you had down years from nolan arenado you know first time in his career he didn't get to 30 home runs or 100 rbis in a full season um, you know, Paul Goldschmidt spent a lot of the years kind of searching for that right feel at the plate for his timing, for how he loaded the bat, um, you know, and didn't have the power source, you know, so they had a lot of guys who just had down years, um, Jordan Walker finding himself, um, Mason Wynn struggling at the end, but, and, and Mason Wynn wasn't part of that top seven, top eight, obviously he was added later, but when Brendan Donovan got injured, that's, and the trades happen, that's when they began to sink. Well, Brendan Donovan's back. If they can keep Lars Newbar on the field, you know, that's a big part of it. I mean, if anything, the Cardinals will have three left-handed bats of a lot of intrigue, um, you know, that can bring, you know, exactly what a modern offense wants. They got the thunder, the, the slug of Nolan Gorman, who could go out and hit 40 home runs. He has that kind of ability. Um, Lars Newbar could go out and have an 850 to 910 OPS season and be that blend of both doubles and on base percentage just because of his feel for the strike zone. And then there's Brendan Donovan, who is just one of the best at getting on base and commanding the strike zone. So, and I bring those three guys up because having left handed presence is so vital for a team to have success, not just during the season, but in October. It's it's sometimes what sets, or it's a lot of times, it's what sets a lineup apart is what presence, what authority, what production do you have from that left side? Because a lot of teams have right-handed batters, but even more so, a lot of teams have million-dollar relievers paid handsomely to get right-handed batters out with high velocity, high movement, high sliders. So what do you do from the left side? 
Cardinals have in those three guys, they have the potential to have a really elite offense if they keep those guys on the field and if they get production, you know, kind of from all three of them. Derek, we're looking forward to the regular season, but um, spring has just begun, and I know we'll be checking in Mm -hmm. um, at some point again here soon. Thank you for taking time today to talk with us. You bet. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.